0: Good evening, everyone. As promised, this week we return to talking about opioids. If you'll recall all the way back from 10 episodes ago, heroin was invented in the late 19th century and unfortunately caused a whole host of problems. Its addictiveness led to restrictions, but that opened up a black market, and opioids for the most part fell out of favor with medical establishment for many decades. However, in those ensuing decades, it's not like research on opioids just stopped cold turkey. And so today, we'll do a little catching up on a few important opioids developed in the years after heroin, many of which came from Germany. The first drug I want to focus on is the drug oxycodone. The discovery of oxycodone is generally attributed to Martin Freund and Edmund Speyer, two German chemists who first synthesized the drug all the way back in 1916, over 100 years ago now. As per usual for German-developed drugs of this time period, Merck picked up the drug and began marketing it a year later in 1917 under the brand name Eucodal. I cannot find sales numbers, but I'm sure they did alright. As often happened with opioid drugs, the drug became known as a miracle drug for a little while, especially in the 1930s in Europe, and it crossed the pond in 1939 to the United States. Shortly after that, though, World War II broke out, and oxycodone was the drug of choice for the German military for treating pain. Hitler himself actually became an addict of oxycodone through injections performed by his physician, and eventually was receiving multiple injections of the drug per day, along with twice daily doses of cocaine. I actually read some arguments that Hitler's addictions likely contributed to his downfall in World War II, and likely were a reason for some of his later poor planning. In a great irony, although oxycodone addictiveness has caused massive problems for society, it may also have helped rid us of one of the world's greatest menaces. Like opioids, oxycodone too fell out of favor, and saw less and less use while other new opioid drugs replaced it, although this is not the last we'll see of oxycodone as you will no doubt see in later episodes. At the risk of sounding like a broken record, the next drug I want to discuss is methadone, another opioid discovered by Germans, although this time a little bit later in 1937. This drug was also favored by the Germans during World War II, although a little after oxycodone. I don't have many details on how the drug was exactly discovered, but the patent application had two names on it, Bachmühl and Erhardt. And even this info I'm getting from Wikipedia, and the cited sources are in German, so I cannot really verify what's going on here. They were likely scientists at the company IG Farben who were looking for a synthetic opioid that could be made easily to address the opium shortage of the time. In 1943, the drug was brought to market and used as a conventional opioid drug, especially by the German military. However, after the war, the Allies seized German patents and research records, and in the process, the United States government discovered methadone. They considered it a potentially commercial drug, since it produced less sedation patients. But what you probably know methadone for, if you've heard of it, is its usefulness in treating opioid addictions. That use for the drug was not discovered until the 1950s, at the Addiction Research Center of the Narcotics Farm in Lexington, Kentucky. In my opinion, that's a pretty weird name, but the narcotics farm was literally a farm, as well as a hospital that treated patients with drug abuse problems. Basically, it was a modern-day rehab center, complete with a farm where patients could do some work. Initially, their research was centered around finding the correct dosage, and early attempts were wildly off. Some of the earliest studies gave patients high doses and then stopped administrations entirely, which, as you can imagine, caused severe withdrawal. I sincerely hope they figured out that this approach was not very good and quickly pivoted to others. As they got better, the drug began to be used as the preferred agent to detoxify patients from heroin. In 1964, Vincent Dole, Mary Jean Creek, and Mary Nicewander developed the use of methadone as a maintenance drug, which is a drug that is used for a long period of time to treat long-term conditions, in this case being opioid addiction. Dole Creek and Nice Wander were all working together at Rockefeller University, all trying to find maintenance agents for treating opioid addiction. After interviewing hundreds of heroin users, they hypothesized that addiction was a metabolic disorder, where the brains of these patients were physically being altered and therefore treatment without medication would be difficult. They cycled through a number of drugs before eventually trying methadone and immediately noticed a difference in their patients for the better, who were more active and in a better mood. And while they developed the idea, others spread it, including Jerry Jaffe, Francis Gearing, and Joyce Lowenson. The idea here essentially was that by using methadone, opioid addicts could hold off their addiction and slowly wean themselves off the drug without experiencing full-blown withdrawal. Heroin can often induce a euphoric high, which feeds into addiction. And while methadone prevents withdrawal, it does not provide those same highs. With continued research, it was established that methadone was useful in the treatment of addiction, and all this culminated in the FDA approving methadone for treatment of addiction in 1973. Despite these successes, the drug was pretty controversial. Drug addiction to this day carries many stigmas, and back then was no different, and treating drug addiction with another opioid seemed to many to be a band-aid on a gaping wound especially fringe viewpoints such as those of some Black Panther Party members, was that methadone treatment was a conspiracy to keep poor black people addicted to opioids forever. To this day, though, methadone is still being used to treat withdrawal and addiction. In a bit of irony, an opioid is one of our current best treatments for opioid addiction. One last drug for us to quickly cover in today's episode that will become more relevant in the future ones. Let's talk about fentanyl. Fentanyl was actually not discovered in Germany, but not too far away, so I figured it can stay in the episode. It was discovered in Belgium by Paul Janssen at the Janssen Company. Through the 1950s, Janssen was searching for analgesics that were faster and more potent than existing drugs of the time. And through the classic approach of a whole crapload of trial and error, eventually found the chemical fentanyl in 1960. Fentanyl is roughly 100 to 200 times more potent than morphine, and was the fastest-acting opioid in the world at the time. It has some very good clinical uses to this day, especially as a surgical analgesic, because of its lack of effects on the cardiovascular system, its short duration of effect, its quick onset of that effect, and it's really cheap to produce. All of these make fentanyl an ideal drug for surgical prevention of pain. But if you stop and think, you'll also notice that all these traits make it a terribly excellent fit as a recreational black market drug, at least from the perspective of dealers. And by 1979, there are confirmed reports of illegal laboratories manufacturing and selling the drug on the black market. It was to be an ongoing problem, which I think brings us somewhat to the topic of the resurgence of opioid use, especially here in the United States. But that will have to wait until next episode. As always, thank you for lending me your ear. If you enjoy the show, please tell a friend or family member, and if you'd like to contact me for whatever reason, use the links in the show notes. Thanks also to Jojo Tang for editing, Angie Lee for our cover art, and Muse Open for this music.